Did you have in your mind, like, I'm going to use this to build something for myself? Always. Always. It, it was always in the back of my head. So you always wanted to, to have your own business. I always wanted to be able to um, grow something, to be able to see something flourish. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was just something that was always in uh, in the back of my mind. Welcome to Drop the Disc. This week, we are not speaking to entertainers. We are speaking to a builder, Chad Harpley, who owns a company called Premier Networks that services IT in Augusta, Georgia. We talked to him about how it feels to be an IT company with Cyber City seemingly growing around them. What cyber is for us is, uh, you know, cyber coming to Fort Gordon and downtown here has been huge for us. We talked to Chad about what it was like building his business, first in his garage, then in a basement, and finally becoming the premier networks in Augusta today. And he gives a lot of advice for future entrepreneurs. I cannot tell you how many times or how many lunches I went to. I never said a word, but always listen. If you go into business for yourself and you don't listen to people trying to tell you, they're not trying to tell you how to run your company. They're just trying to tell you, hopefully, you know, the things that they have seen and whatnot. But you've got these headstrong people who, you know what, I know what I'm doing. This is what I'm going to do. And nobody's going to tell me how to run my company. And those are usually the ones that end up failing. And as a local business, we talk about the impact that he's seen from COVID-19. We we didn't lay anyone off. Um, We did have a competitor in town that laid off 30 people. And, uh, and it was fortunate for us because we ended up hiring some of those people. So we've actually hired people during COVID. This kind of episode is what it's all about. Chad is a true builder in the city of Augusta, Georgia. He is extremely philanthropic, as you will find out through this conversation, and he's incredibly insightful. Please stick around. If you love business, if you love building, Chad Harpley, Premier Networks, this episode is right for you. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Drop the Disc podcast recorded at Augusta Podcast Studio. And before we get started, I, of course, have to take this opportunity. It's my pleasure to take this opportunity to shout out our presenting sponsor, Nancy Powell. Powell & Associates is the company that Nancy Powell owns. We are featuring a small business owner today, and our presenting sponsor is a small business owner as well. Nancy Powell is a real estate agent and broker in Augusta, Georgia. She is the agent and broker that Chris and I both have trusted not only to do the purchasing for our houses, but for recommendations for our mortgage brokers, for our contractors, for our banks. We trust Nancy Powell through every stage of the real estate process, and we know that if you trust Nancy Powell, you will feel just as happy as we do every time we talk about her. Nancy Powell, Powell & Associates, at Downtown Augusta Broker on Instagram. Contact her there. And now, on to the show. Hey, guys, I'm Chris. Hey, guys, I'm David. And we are Drop the Disc Podcast, and we have a very special guest this week, um, specifically... Chad Harpley. That's right, Chad. Thank you for being here with us today. We're going to kind of guide you through these uh, question and answers. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you do in Augusta, though, before we get too far into it. Well, I am the uh, president and CEO of Premier Networks, the Augusta IT guys. Uh, we are a uh, uh, IT provider here in, in the Augusta area. 
How long have you guys been here? You got a really good website, the AugustaITGuys.com. You you must have been in business for ages. Um, well, we uh, I've been around. I've been in Augusta for a long time. Right. And uh, born born and raised here. And then um, uh, Premier Networks is actually only, we just celebrated our seven-year uh, anniversary. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. So um, we, um, uh, of course, I've been in the industry for much longer than that. Yeah. And um, I saw a need seven years ago for a good, uh, reliable IT company to take over. And, and uh, I was talking to clients, talking to potential customers, you know, what's your pain points? And so um, I took all of that, tried to form a, a company uh, that would be able to meet their needs. And we've been very successful with it. So um, I'm, we're definitely going to get into a lot of these details but first, we do want to talk about something that you mentioned earlier. You said you were born and raised in Augusta. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I, uh, I was born and raised in Martinez. Okay. And uh, lived there for 21 years. And um, Lakeside? Uh, Lakeside grad. Lakeside, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. There it is. Did you go to school with Deke and Coco Rubio? So they were a little bit older than I was. Okay. Uh, I graduated in 1996. So um, those guys, they're they're old. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for putting you in that class. <laughs> exactly. No, they're 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 much <laughs> older than me. So. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, I apologize for putting you in that class. You do have a very very exceptionally nice touch of gray going on with oh, your beard you. right now, though. <laughs> thank you. Yes. I do want to say that. Um. So you. That, went- that's owning your own company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there it is. So yeah. you you went to Lakeside High School. When yeah. you graduated Lakeside High School, what is it that you were trying to do? Did you stay in Augusta? Did you want to go somewhere? So, um, you know, when I graduated high school, I think I was kind of uh, I fit into a lot of the majority of of um, folks who just don't really know. They've been pushed by uh, parents. They've been pushed by family members to do a certain thing. And um, what was your thing? So my family was actually, they're, they're retired uh, Bell South um, AT&T folks. Okay. And um, so I was kind of expected to follow in those same footsteps to uh, go to work for AT&T. In a way, you kind of kept that same path, though. Yes, I did. I so did. you didn't stray too far <laughs> I, off. I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah. And, uh, and, and as luck would have it, um, you know, for me, as luck would have it, uh, when I went to apply at AT and T, uh, they were uh, under a hiring freeze. Mm. So <laughs> it worked out great. Sorry, Dad. Great, ain't yeah, working. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> ain't working out. So, did you go to Augusta College then? So I went to Augusta Tech. Augusta Tech. Yeah, okay. I um, I actually graduated with a uh, electrical uh, engineering scholarship. Okay. So um, I decided to go to Augusta Tech for. Um, you know, my core classes is just try to get those out of the way. And then um, uh, things just started to evolve for me and uh, ended up getting a, a really great job uh, with a company in town called Augusta Telephone. And uh, back in the day, they were the uh, one of the only telephone providers, business telephone system providers uh, in Augusta. So I uh, went to work with them and, and gained a lot of knowledge there. And how many years were you with them? Let's see. I was there for 
close to two uh actually i was there over two years okay um, so the, we're like at year the, 2000 yes, right now yeah the the, the first time oh, okay the first time oh okay okay <laughs> but i'll get to the second time in just a second That's so great. i'm curious i want to i want to ask an aside question being in tech when y2k happened was that very stressful for you you know it was it was funny uh because we in in the tech side we were like yeah you know, we just don't see this happening. <laughs> you know, kind of some of the stuff that we see now in the media where things are just made up, things are going to stop working, there's a meteor going to hit the earth or, right. you know, whatever the case may be. All of that uh, was going to happen. Yeah, Trump's dying of COVID, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, this, for, for us, uh, we we knew that it wasn't going to affect anything, and it didn't. It okay. was just a huge flop so um, so i wasn't too scared about that okay okay i'm yeah. sorry i'll let you continue i just i i don't think i've had a chance to ask anyone in your position that question yeah you know i think if you asked anybody they'd probably <laughs> probably, they'd probably say the same probably thing. the same thing <laughs> yeah all yeah. right so you left them around the year 2000 what, mm-hmm. what's next for you so um i made a hop uh, in okay. Athens, that was short-lived um i had gotten a, a job with a company in atlanta and unfortunately, uh, they were, um, I, I didn't understand uh, at the time, uh, ended up finding out, but they were actually going through a uh, financial crisis. And, mm. and uh, so <clears throat> uh, one of my paychecks bounced and I said, uh, you Ooh. know what, uh, I, better, I, <laughs> right. better, I better try something else here. Yeah. This isn't good. Uh, and uh, I ended up at a company uh, in Atlanta. And, um, this was, I think a huge, this was the, the company I went to work for was pivotal for me, uh, in my life. And the, to be able to have the, um, ability to go to work there and have the opportunities that they afforded me was amazing. So in what, in what way was that so pivotal? Yeah. So, um, so voice over IP, I'm okay. gonna get technical with okay. you here for a second. <laughs> that's like that's like voice Google Voice, right? Google yeah, Voice. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's voice over internet protocol. Right. Okay. okay. Zoom. Yeah. For, well, Zoom would be video. Um, would, true. What about uh, what about video. maybe Siri? Uh, no, it'd be more like Vonage. You remember the old? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Vonage. The, the, the Vonage. Okay. Yep. So Vonage was Man, like where one did of they the. Go? Yeah. <laughs> right. They were one of the original pioneers of voice Great over commercials. IP. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, so voice over IP uh, started hitting the scene in the late '90s, early 2000s. Okay, the company I worked for in Atlanta, they were uh, very similar to to I guess telephone here. They were a business telephone uh, system provider, and the uh, and so as voice over IP came along, you had to rely on a company to do the networking side of of the house, right? Or, uh, you know, or uh, you, you learned how to do it yourself. So that company, they said, you know what, we're going to learn how to do this ourselves. So they sent me to school and um, I went and got certifications, Cisco certifications, if you're yeah. familiar with Cisco. Yeah. And um, so I came back and so now we can do a customer's business telephone system. We can do their um, networking um, so the only other piece that we have left out there is the servers, PCs, right. the IT side of the house. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, um, 
they said, well, if we're going to do all of this, then we're going to do the IT side as well. So they sent me back to school. Wow, that's cool. Yes, went and got Microsoft certifications and uh, brought those back. And, and so now we're a, we're a one-stop shop for a client. We can handle their telephone system. We can handle their networking. We can handle uh, anything as far as their PCs, printers, servers. It sounds like you played a pretty significant role in this company. What, what were you doing for them? So, I mean, at the time, I was just a uh, uh, systems administrator. Okay. So I was able to, um, I, I wasn't, they had technicians and then they had system administrators. So um, computer technicians, telephone technicians. So you were on the technical side of things, though. You oh, were, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I was the, I was the nerd behind yep. the behind the computer screen. <laughs> so I'm interested, you own a business right now. You're an yes, entrepreneur. Right. When you were working as a systems administrator, mm-hmm. going to all these classes, doing all this stuff, did you have in your mind, like, I'm going to use this to build something for myself? Or was this just strictly like an in the moment, I'm going to upgrade my life situation? Always. Always. It, it was always in the back of my head. So you always wanted to, to have your own business. I always wanted to be able to... Um, to be able to to grow something, to be able to see something flourish, yeah. and uh, I don't know, it was just something that was always in uh, in the back of my mind that I just I knew that that I would be able to hopefully start a business. Yeah, and my biggest downfall was not having a business degree, <laughs> right. <laughs> However, uh, I've clearly, had clearly you don't necessarily need one. Well, true, you, you might not need one. Surround uh, yourself with other. There degrees. you go. Yep. That's exactly right. That's what you so, do. Yes, sir. So we we ended up. Uh, uh, I've got a great support group of folks that um, have helped me out through the years, and and uh, uh, it's paid off. So paid off. So you're in Atlanta. Yep. And you have this in the back of your mind. You're getting all this yep. education. Did you know where you wanted to start this business? Did you have a lot of opportunity areas, or was Augusta always that spot? So, um, so what brought me back to Augusta was actually a, a female. There it is. <laughs> uh, I'm no longer married, but uh, but but I I met my wife there, uh, my ex-wife there in Atlanta, and um, we. Um, she was from Indiana. I was from Augusta. She didn't want to go back to Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, so we decided to move here. So when, when I moved back to Augusta, uh, that's when I went to work for Augusta telephone a second time. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, so I went back to work for them just as that, uh, point that, um, I was in transition Needed to move back, just needed something stable to kind of get me through. And uh, I worked there for less than a year. Worked there for less than a year. Okay. And then um, uh, my next hop um, was uh, coincidentally, my one of my best friends from high school, his dad was in the same line of work. He was in business telephone systems. He did it for uh, hospitals. He was on a much larger scale um, he did enterprise systems for um, uh, for hospitals, manufacturing plants, pharmaceutical plants. And, and people may not be as familiar with this now because of the way phones are now and the way networks right. are run. But that was a massive business in the it early was. 2000s and the late 90s. 
there was a lot of people in telecom and there was a lot of people being very successful in telecom. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and cell phones has changed that a lot. Uh, and, but nowadays people still, um, people still have telephone systems in place. The the smaller businesses though are operating off of cell phones that just seems easier from a contact standpoint. Right. So, um, but, but yeah, so to digress on uh, working for my friend's dad. Right. So uh, we, I went to work for him in 2003, and I worked for him for 11 years. And, wow. Uh, yes. So wow. So we, um, it, it was a, it was a great run for me. Great run for me. And um, I was able. I already had contacts, of course, here in Augusta with. Um, going to school here, being from here and whatnot. Uh, so for me, it, it was, it, you know, this homecoming, it was where I wanted to be. It was, you know, uh, you know, Augusta is just, it's been a, it's been a great, uh, it's been really good to me mm-hmm. right. as far as um, the people here and uh, friends going to school here. The schools in Columbia County have been really great. So, but um so yeah, so I, I I went to work for him, worked for him for eleven years. Okay, and and so I do want to put this in context. What what environment was this? What year period were you working for him? Uh, I went to work for him in two thousand and three. So you guys made it right through two thousand and eight. You were doing you were doing all right. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, people still still needed technology. There they still go. needed their phones. They still needed computers. Absolutely. So yep. we're getting pretty close to the time when Premier Networks was founded. So mm-hmm. what what's what's your catalyst now? It sounds like again you've always had this in the back of your mind, right? Sure. What yep. what helped you pull this trigger? Well, uh, the the company that I worked for was owned by two older gentlemen, and. Um, their views on business were different than mine. They, we're, we're not name dropping that company. We're just no, no. Um, okay. And and well, they're they're no longer in business. Okay. They're no longer in business. So, um, but they they had a weird name. I never agreed with the name. Blah blah blah. <laughs> so don't um, even give it the clout. Don't put it on right. the rate. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Um, but um, <laughs> I. And, you know, and no disrespect to them. Sure. I mean, they, they employed me for 11 years. Right. And, um, you know, they, they I, I still think of both of the older gentlemen as father figures, and we still t- stay in touch and whatnot. But their their business views and how they wanted to lead their company was different than what I wanted to do. Um, their approach, obviously, was a little more laid back. Um, they... You know they they've been there. They've done that. Uh, they made their money. Right. They're they're on cruise control, and and I'm I, I was I wasn't ready for that. Um, at that point, I was. Um, you know, by this point, I had two two children, yeah. and uh, um, you know, we're doing soccer, we're doing baseball, softball, and you know, we're wanting. I, I'm wanting to. I'm I'm out in the community. I'm on. I'm sitting on boards, um, and um, what was some stuff you were involved in? Well, so Red Cross uh, is uh, I, I've supported the Red Cross for gosh close to fifteen years now. Uh, I've been on their board for I guess man I don't know six or 
six or seven years now, if if I remember correctly. Time flies as far <laughs> as that goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, uh, I joined their board, and and so we were. Um, I was. Uh, the, the Red Cross has won uh, Judsey Hickey uh, Center for Alzheimer's. Okay, yeah, um, is another board that I serve on, and then of course, uh, really big in the chambers. <clears throat> so uh, the Augusta Chamber, mm-hmm. um, Columbia County Chamber, and uh, the Aiken Chamber are the three that we really like to participate in. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so I I came to an agreement with the. Uh, with the company that I was with, and and I started Premier Networks in August of 2013. Okay. Stick around. When we come back, we talk to Chad about the modern state of Premier Networks and how he got there. This is the Drop the Disc Podcast, recorded at Augusta Podcast Studio. Hey, guys. We talk a lot about our partners that we uh, are partnered up with in the community, and you hear a little guy to Augusta a lot because that is one of our community partners that is with Drop the Disc Podcast because what they do in this city and for this city is exactly what we're trying to do on a different format. And so, guys, check out The Little Guide to Augusta. They do a really cool little booklet. We talk about that a lot, but we don't talk about their social media platform uh, very often. Guys, you need to follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Facebook because not only are you... um, getting new information, but you're also hearing their story. You're seeing and meeting the owner of the business. You're seeing where they came from, and you're seeing a visual picture of what is happening in this city. So guys, check out their social media. They do a really good job with their booklet, but it is limited. Check out their Facebook. Check out their Instagram. You'll get that information that you deserve to know. And uh, if you're a local business, shout them out. Give them give them some information, and they may shout you out. Little guide to Augusta. All right, so David, are we ready to jump into Premier Networks? Or you... <laughs> it sounds like Premier Networks is starting. I think, yes. I think that's where we okay. need to go. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start off with why the name? So, you know, it, that, that's a great question because it takes me back to um, Augusta Telephone, okay? Uh, I felt like... Um, I felt like I wanted a company that had Augusta in it. Um, for me, it meant that we had been around for a while or that we were seasoned maybe or that right. people were more comfortable with using us if we had Augusta in our name. You're immediately connected. You don't yes, have to prove correct. that you're local. Right, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. And then I thought, well, you know what? I can't call myself uh, Augusta IT or, or whatnot um, because I didn't want to – I didn't want to pigeonhole myself into just the Augusta market in case that, True. you know, I wanted to expand. So um, we came up with uh, uh, me and several other folks, which kind of going around the table. And, and uh, um, of course, at this point, we're looking at domain names. We're looking right. at what's yeah. available oh, yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> so uh, AugustaITGuys.com. Uh, yeah, and AugustaITGuys, <laughs> actually, that domain actually came um, a little bit later. It came about uh, maybe six or seven months later is when we procured that domain. Okay. So, um, but, but we came up with Premier Networks. And uh, the the networks is spelled N E T W O R X, and so it's a little bit different spelling um, than than just the K S. And uh, uh, the the works actually K 
came from um, uh, one of the company. The company that I worked for in Atlanta, PhoneWorks, was was the name of that company. Okay, and uh, and and it was spelled W O R X. Okay, um, so that's where Premier Networks came from. It wasn't. I don't have a child named Premier or <laughs> anything like that. And no, it, it was just uh, something that we were trying to trying to stay in that tech realm and and whatnot. It's, and then, it's classy. So then we came up with the 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 moniker, yeah. the Augusta IT guys. Okay, gotcha. And and they go together now. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So one of the things you mentioned earlier is that one of the reasons you ended up founding Premier Networks was because you had a different vision than the people that had been running the business you'd been working for. Being a little more specific, how did you implement that vision when you created Premier Networks? How did you differentiate yourself? So um, so I initially started in my garage. Uh, I hate okay. to sound so cliche okay. on, on some of that uh, as, as you hear this and, and you know, Bill Gates and so on and <laughs> right. so forth. But, but uh, Knock on wood, I, right? It, knock on wood, exactly. So I, I did. I literally... Uh, started in the garage uh, of the house and uh, uh, hired my first employee a, m- a month after um, I went into business, and um, and so taking um, what I had learned from the previous company and and how I saw things uh, going there, uh, I, I I had more of an aggressive um, model of. Going out, getting business, procuring business, and uh, and and signing that business, um, and then ultimately taking care of it, supporting those clients. So, so like realistically, I'm. I think I want people to hear this if they're thinking about starting a business. Yeah, your business sounded like it sounds like it was a good idea. It sounds like you did it at a really good time. When you were first starting, when you were hustling, when you were picking up clients aggressively, and not yep. to say that you aren't now, but sure. there's no way to do it like you first start. Oh, yeah. How yeah. many hours a week were you working? What was that like for you? You know, I I, I might have worked 20 hours. I mean, really? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see the gray hair, man? Yes. I was about to <laughs> right. fall out of my chair. <laughs> but we're not doing uh, that. <laughs> no, nah. it, it, was, it was typical. You know, I mean, it was... Um, I was working eight, 10 hours a day. Um, I was still trying to, at that point, balance work and family life. Um, uh, you know, having young kids and sports and, and going to school and whatnot. I'm, I'm still got to help out at home, still got to juggle, uh, certain things. So, um, so I put in, uh, a lot of time into that. I hired my, my second employee, um, two months after I was in business. So, and how many people currently work for, for we the have, company? We have twenty five employees. Congratulations! Thank you. Does wow. that Thank does you. that include you? That does include me. Okay, that does include okay. me. So <laughs> you're the twenty fifth. I'm the twenty fifth. There right? we go. Yeah. But the first. But the first. Exactly. Right. <laughs> if you're not first, you're twenty fifth. So. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, it's uh, we. Um, so I went into business in August of 2013. Um, by August of 2014, uh, I purchased another IT company in town um, who was uh, basically they were more or less a uh, dental IT provider. Okay. So they, they, they mostly did dentist offices. Okay. Um, but, uh, but they did have other vertical markets that they took care of as well. Uh, so 
I I purchased them in 2014. And, what was that um, like to purchase a business? Man, I'm gonna tell you, it was stressful at first, but um, you know, I I'm gonna tell you, it, it was it was a great um, business decision for me, and uh, uh, it helped propel us, you know, to another level. And um, uh, coincidentally, all this happened in August, 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 but August of 15, I, okay. I purchased a second company. And, uh, and from those two buyouts, I ended up, it, it was, it propelled us even more That's each good. time. And, uh, not everybody is, was as lucky as I am, yeah. obviously to, uh, to be able to come across things like that, but it just happened to be, um, part of what I was talking about when I said I saw a need in the community yeah. for a great, reliable, um, affordable um, IT company out yeah. here. Uh, you know, there was companies out here that were trying to do IT, but were failing. So, so you have 25 employees now. Yep. What What is your clientele? I mean, are we talking about is it commercial or is it personal? No, uh, it's all it's all professional, commercial, okay. um, uh, business class um, customers. Uh, we don't do um, any type of residential or right. personal computers, as far as that goes. Uh, now, I'm curious: is there a reason for that? So, um, for us. Uh, we we never got into that space because of the uh, it's you got to have a lot of fish to make money as far as that goes right, right. and uh, and then to to service uh, that sort of thing you've got to have a business location that you can accept um, folks to come in and out of bring their PCs and and whatnot uh, for us we we did not do that we. We don't have a we don't have a storefront, so to speak, um, to accept folks like that. We we leave that to the geek squad. There you go. <laughs> we'll let them Best do buy. that. Yes, Best <laughs> Buy. Exactly. Um, if you've got an issue, then you know you can take it over there. Now that's not to say that in the future we haven't looked at it. We we have, but for me right now, that's one of the shiny things that is out there that I'm right. I'm not going to focus on at this point. We've got other other things that we're we're focusing on. Okay, so. You've you've kind of talked about your services and like the people you're working with. When you're purchasing businesses, it, what are you looking to accomplish? And, and and I don't mean that as like a negative, like you shouldn't be purchasing businesses. Sure. But like from the perspective of somebody who is in this position, who is purchasing businesses, providing these services, meeting with other businesses, what is your thinking behind that? Like, why so, not just take, you know, I it, I hate to make it sound simple, but why not just try to take their clients? So uh, I, I, everything that I've done from a business standpoint, I've always done with integrity. Um, <clears throat> even my contracts are written in that same sense that um, uh, we, we're going to agree to do what we say we're going to do as far as our agreements go. You agree to pay me. Um, it, it really is more or less of a handshake uh, agreement. And, uh, and so from an uh, integrity standpoint, which is one of our core values in my company, uh, I'm not, I've got a company, a competitor of mine right now who's put a billboard right above my office. <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't, don't want to laugh at that, but objectively. Yeah, yes. I mean, you're, you're, not, you're not gaining anything. I don't have yeah. clients walking into my into my office, yeah. but 
but you're going to put a billboard above my office. So hey, anyhow, hey, his, his potential clients might walk into your building. Sure. Yeah. Underneath on the, the sign. <laughs> right, and exactly. then you say, come on in. That's right. Yeah. Perfect. Well, you know what? Continue to pay your $5,000 a month for that billboard. So, right. <laughs> But uh, we, we, tr- we keep our nose clean out here. We, we want to uh, do everything uh, by the book, and, mm-hmm. and I want to treat people right. And my customers would attest to that. So going back to your initial question as far as that goes, uh, you know, I could have, I could have very easily taken the clients. Uh, the first company I actually had a, a personal uh, connection with, and that was someone who went to high school with me, so I okay. knew who it was. Lakeside High School, man, there's something about you guys. I know, isn't it crazy? <laughs> I mean, we, I don't like to admit it. I went yeah. to Greenbrier, but I, you know, yeah. you, you guys are, you guys have these relationships. Well, you know, we were the we were one of the best schools back in the day. So, <laughs> back in the day, back in the day, I, exactly. think, I think they're still pretty good. Yeah, they're not bad, but <laughs> they're not bad. Anyways, so I, I just you know, I the the first one I had a um, you know, I had a personal connection to, and and I I didn't want to um, ruffle any feathers. Matter of fact, how I found out that the business was uh, kind of on cruise control or, or you know not being tended to is that I got a call from one of one of their clients saying that they weren't getting serviced. And so I picked up the phone and I called the owner and I said, hey, man, you know, I, I just want, want, want to know, you know, is everything okay? Um, and um, he had just, he was looking at taking a different route and um, had already kind of... And by that, you mean he was going to sell his business? Yes. He was going to start another... Okay. Yeah, and so um, so we we sat down, we negotiated, and and came to an agreement. So okay. now yeah. I've got a question. You're in your garage, and you said <laughs> by month two you had you hired someone. Who yes. was your first client? If you're allowed to tell us, let's see. My I mean, first client, um, and did you bring them to the office? AKA garage, a garage, yeah, the garage. No, I didn't have to bring them because you know we go out to right, right. the customer sites. Okay. So, um, um, my first client, if I remember correctly, um, I want to say it, it. They've changed their name now, but it was uh, it was Garrick Brothers Civil Works, and I think now they're just called Garrick. Um, but they were actually a civil uh, site contractor and uh um i think it was two brothers there and and um um one of the brothers got out of it so um but they were they were one of our first clients they're no longer a client at this at this time but uh um but i think i believe that was my first client so if i remember correctly and from the garage. Yes, from the garage. So, so. <laughs> so how long did it take to move out of that garage? Yeah, so... Um, so I again, can't imagine I started, you had two people working with you in there. No, 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 no. We actually, um, you know, again, we're, we're out. So it's right. not like we're sitting at a desk right. and, and, and whatnot. We were actually on site working. I was out selling the business. So this is interesting, and, actually. Were they yeah. basically working from home at the time or, or working mobily kind of by themselves? Uh, the second employee was, and okay. the third employee was as well. I mean, he, he dispatched from his house to whatever customer site we needed to go to. So yeah. that's like a big trend right now. Sure. How, how did yeah. you guys find that? Did that help? Do you think that helped you? It did, um, but 
the larger we grew, we obviously saw the need that we had to have a okay. home, home base. Okay. So, um, you know, a place to work on stuff. We needed a lab. Uh, my garage wasn't always conducive <laughs> to setting up a innovation. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. A, a $10,000 server. You know, right. I, don't, I don't necessarily want that in my dusty garage. Uh, so, um, in so I started August of 2013. In April of 2014, uh, I moved into the basement of a building <laughs> off of uh, uh, Ponder Place out in Evans. So um, not you, you have a true tech company story. Yeah, from garage <laughs> to basement. Yeah, yeah. Guys working mobily the whole time. That's it. Hustling that's around it. the clock. Yep, that's right. Um, yeah, we, we, uh, we stayed in that basement. We were only in the basement for, oh my gosh, uh, I guess eight months and, really? uh, we outgrew that, that basement and, uh, with, you know, cause I it moved into that basement in a- April, August, I purchased that second company right. or that first company rather. Right. And, uh, and so by December we had outgrown it, we were looking for a place to go and, um, and now where we are is we're off of Wheeler Road. Yeah. And that's where we've been since uh, December of 15. So so your business is seven. F- oh, sorry. Four, December, December of 15. Sorry. December Didn't mean to catch you. No, it's yeah. all good. So all my dates are running together. It, it's all good. It's only been seven years. Right. Exactly. So speaking of that, you know, it's only been seven years. You've seen all this success. For mm-hmm. anybody at home that's listening that wants to start a business, has this idea, do you have any advice for them? Yeah, I mean, uh, if you are, I, I mean, it depends on the background that you come from. You know, if you were fortunate enough to go to a, a premier school and, and get a, a business degree um, or, or, or period, just go to, to school and any school and get a business degree, um, you've already got a, a really great tool to, to use to be able to um, – manage that business and to manage people and to manage your finances. Uh, you know, if you don't have that sort of thing in place, then as we said before, uh, just make sure you surround yourself and always listen. I cannot tell you how many times or how many lunches I went to. I never said a word. All I had to do was ask a question and I had eight people give me their opinions and then I, I was able to listen to those opinions, listen to what they had done, listen to what where they had, um, uh, you know, what fixes they had put in place. I was able to take that back and, and form my own right. uh, solution. And um, I would say nine and a half times out of ten, that was uh, it was a great uh, a great tool for me. So, uh, and I would say either way you go. Um, Surround yourself with with folks that are in business. Surround yourself with those type of individuals. Take somebody to lunch. Ask them, you know, hey, you've been in business for a while. What what's your what's your thoughts? You know, I'm 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 struggling with this, whatever the case may be. But always listen. Always listen. <laughs> your your first mistake. I feel that um, if you go into business for yourself and you don't listen to people trying to tell you they're not trying to tell you how to run your company 
They're just trying to tell you, hopefully, you know, the things that they have seen and whatnot. Right. Learned from. Learned from. But you've got these headstrong people who, you know what, I know what I'm doing. This is what I'm going to do. And nobody's going to tell me how to run my company. And those are usually the ones that end up failing, um, unless they come from family money or something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So... I'm interested in this. You, you've been in business for a long time. You're really, really involved with not only the community, but the Chambers of Commerce, which are in turn massively involved in the community. Sure. Uh, what are so, what's the climate been like for you? It, it, you know, the city of Augusta, we always mm-hmm. talk about, you know, or at least on our show, we always talk about Cyber City. We always talk about yep. growth. We talk to uh, Eric Parker and Grace Belangia from the Clubhouse. Right. They love Augusta. They're paving the streets gold, just like... Uh, you know, California. Um, <laughs> but how has, you know, you are in an industry that is, for some people, hard to understand. You're in tech. Right. And that can mean a hundred thousand different things. So how has the local community been a- accepting of that? Yeah, so, um, <clears throat> you know, our our clients, uh, and we have some amazing clients. We have, uh, you know, folks out here that... Um, have been in business for a really, really long time. And uh, they believe in us. They um, have seen, um, they've, they've contributed to our success uh, and seen how um, how much we really do care about our clients and, and you know, how we're willing to go uh, above and beyond for them. Uh, from, from Augusta, you know, a greater Augusta standpoint, um, uh, that's like CSRA. CSRA. That's the yeah, I think okay. we're supposed to call it Greater Augusta now. What do y'all think? I'll, I'll hop on board if that's what we're doing. <laughs> well, I was told to stop. I was told to to drop the CSRA and say Greater Augusta. So it, it sounds like an Augusta plug. So I think we'll have yeah. to get used to that. I yeah. think I yeah. have to like that. I don't I, mind it. Yeah, I think yeah. that's good. I mean, I've said CSRA my entire life. That's the hard part. Now, you have to train yourself. Right, yeah, but CSRA kind of engulfs. Aiken as well, correct? correct so then yeah. Greater Augusta is now Aiken part of Augusta. Uh, they might or the as well greater. Be. Yeah, it might as well be. Right. <laughs> it's like North Augusta, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't yeah, know. What's the difference? Well, right, right. It's right, just right, north so. of Augusta. It's just north of Augusta. <laughs> um, no, we, um, but, but the people in the CSRA, right, Greater sure. Augusta area, yeah. um, have been uh, very. Uh, welcoming for us they've been super nice folks and and uh um we 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 love going to events um that the chamber put on um and uh, i just missed one that the the augusta chamber just did there um, golf tournament at Top Golf, and uh, I, I oh, I saw that actually. Yeah, I saw I, Sean Franham posting that's right. that. Sean, Sean, uh, he 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 posted some great pictures, and <laughs> I um, I wish that I could have made it, and I, and I missed it. But those are the type of things that you know we go to, and and we're always welcomed at, and and uh, people love to see us, and because uh, usually we have some goodies or something, so right, you know, koozies uh-huh. or. Uh, bottle openers, uh, hats. You, you mentioned you like my shirt earlier. I, I so. love your logo on yeah. your shirt. I, we'll have to. We'll post a picture of this on Instagram, and Chris will find some way to shout it out in a way oh, that makes course. sense. But yeah. that looks really cool. We'll just get my good side if you. Take <laughs> I will. So. I Chris will. has been taking pictures the whole time. You have nothing. You to have worry no about. idea that I was doing sure, it. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I thought you were responding the text over there. Yeah. <laughs> 
We'll be right back with our conversation with Chad Harpley, and we're going to talk to Chad about community involvement and philanthropic involvement with him and Premier Networks. All right, guys, we are celebrating a really cool time of year right now. And of course, you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Hacktoberfest at the Clubhouse. I knew exactly what you were talking about. Tell us about it. Hacktoberfest is a cool uh, month-long event that the Clubhouse is doing. They have a data science club that's going to be teaching people about coding. They have Agile Augusta, which is going to be an event with a psychological consultant that helps people build teams. They're going to have a study hall with a virtual code boot camp where they're going to be teaching people how to code. This is a government-accredited program. And they also have an AFCEA, which is a lot of letters and a long acronym, but it's a small business roundtable. And if you guys know anything about the Clubhouse from the things we've been talking about, it's that they foster relationships in business and especially with startups. If you guys are interested in business, if you're interested in tech, you know that the place to go if you have any questions to get your answers, the place to go is the Clubhouse. Check them out online theclubhow.se, subscribe to their newsletter, learn more. And this episode that we're doing right now about tech just shows us how important the clubhouse is in Augusta. So, so I want to talk about one more thing. Um, as, as a business owner, you've kind of talked about this a little bit, but you've been involved in charity uh, a lot more than I think you've kind of mentioned. Yes. You know, just from Premier Networks, but also from you personally, like what's mm-hmm. your involvement, you know, we haven't got to COVID yet. We haven't sure. addressed that yet. Right, so yeah. let's talk 2019 and back. But like, yeah. what kind of things does Premier Networks get involved in charity? Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. Um, so um, I know we're going to get to COVID, but but February, <laughs> right before COVID started, um, mm-hmm. and then was you know prevalent out here. Uh, we had um, we we were the title sponsor for the. Um, uh, Judd C. Hickey uh, mm. Music for Memories concert that we brought in Old Dominion. So right, uh, that was I was a, actually there. That was were you there? Yeah, okay, yeah. that was a fun concert. Oh my yeah. gosh, it was great. It was <laughs> so much fun, and uh, uh, you know, there are a lot of wonderful people on that board. I'm on the board, and and uh, it, you know, for us to be, that was a very surreal moment for me. It really was um, to be, uh, you know, in business for you know, at that point, six and a half years. Right. Um, you know, I, here I am. I'm, I say I'm not educated, but you know what I mean, not college educated. Right. Um, just surrounding myself with great people. And here I am, there's my big logo, you know, uh, on, on the, on the stage. And, and, uh, I just got treated like royalty that night. It was just such a nice, um, such a nice thing. But, you know, I say all of that for me, but we actually, we, we gave to the foundation. We gave to Jutsi Hickey. And, uh, and my grandmother, um, she was in the early stages of uh, Alzheimer's with uh, dementia. And so it really, for me, that, that really meant something and uh, to give back. And so we, um, uh, we, and we continue, you know, we, we continue to help out any way we can, but, uh, there's other charities that we are a part of and take care of in town, Safe Homes of Augusta, um, Hope House. Those are uh, two um, that we take care of. We're on the board for Ronald McDonald House, um, as well as um, the Red Cross, like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. So I mean, I'd like to commend you for being so involved. I mean, yeah. that's incredible. Thank you. Thank I saw you. you get a little bit 
potentially emotional a minute ago. <laughs> well, you know, I, I tell you, it, it's, um, it, you know, we generally when you when you are a part of something, you do it from a standpoint of of, um, uh, of emotion. Yeah. And uh, and it, it for me, uh, being able to be a part of uh, each one of these charities and, and be able to give back, it is, uh, to me, it, it's something that I would, I do, I'd give them the shirt off my back, you know, whatever I would need to do. So um, it's been very important for me to always give back in the community. I just, again, I'd like to commend you on that. that Thank you. You know, I don't even have a follow-up question for that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm going to transition this. I want to talk about what's going on with you guys right now. Yeah. Um, And then we'll let Chris close close out the show with uh, the drop the disc question. Right. Sure. Um, So right now is a serious time, just like the conversation we had was kind of just serious. Um, And for business owners, a lot of people don't understand how big of a deal this this situation has been a lot more than than even for the average person that may be employed somewhere. Yeah. And not to disparage anything that that's going on with them though. Sure. Um, how have you found this this period in time as a business owner? You know, for me, it is. Uh, you know, while <clears throat> I would say if you if you were to look at our our bottom line, if you were to look at right. you know where we are um, from a standpoint of. Um, um, you know, like a business, balance sheet standpoint. Yeah, balance sheet standpoint. Yeah. Not a whole lot has changed. Okay. Um, but I feel that um, coming up, uh, I think that you're going to start seeing the effects of the, the country being shut down. I don't think the country being shut down uh, had an immediate effect on people's wallets, especially since we had the stimulus. Right. Um, with with having the uh, PPP loans for small business, is is that um, something you guys in, were involved in? We we were we okay. were, okay. and um, you know we 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 did. I and I'm proud to say that we um, uh, we we didn't lay anyone off. Um, we did have a competitor in town that laid off 30 people. Wow! And uh, and it was fortunate for us because we ended up hiring some of those people. So we've yeah. actually hired people during COVID. Um, and uh, that's and incredible. Yes. Not, not a lot of businesses could say the same thing. No, 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 not at all. And so we're, um, so I, I feel like that, um, depending on the outcome of the election, and and I'm I'm not going to say my political affiliation, but <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I feel that uh, depending on the outcome, uh, you know, it's going to. I think it's going to have an effect uh, tremendously on 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 uh, small businesses out here. So, right. so for us, you know, we we've been uh, we, we've just been taking it day by day, and um, we've we've pivoted our operations as much as we can to mm-hmm. um, to help. You know, we were cons- we're considered a, um, a crucial business, so um, we were we were still operating, we were still open, you know, during the shutdown, uh, people were moving to the house, they were moving home, um, to, to work. And so we were, uh, still trying to help people prepare for that and get them into those, um, uh, situations. And then, um, and so, uh, now people are starting to come back in. Right. 
And uh, so we're, you know, we were super busy while everybody was at home. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were busy trying to get people uh, ready to go working from home. Um, we, gosh, I'm sure that was a massive challenge. Yes, it was. I can't remember. Um, I'd have to go back and look and see what the number was, but it was a pretty high number on how many laptops we sold in about a 30 day time frame. Wow. And, uh, and whatnot. So, um, so yeah, um, you know, just trying to keep clients safe through all of that um, from a standpoint of, of uh, you know, the Internet, protecting their, their business, but also our operations. I said, like I said, again, we did pivot a little bit. Our outside technicians, I, I rented another suite, so our outside technicians actually went to that suite. We never co-mingled, so to speak. <clears throat> and uh, so if you, if you went on site, you couldn't come back inside. So wow, okay, um, and uh, and so and then our our individuals within our office, we were very strict with um, not with. I mean, if you wanted to go to the movies, you could go to the movies while they were still open, or if you were throwing a party for your kit, whatever the case may be. But um, we weren't saying they couldn't do that. We just wanted to have certain information that, you know, if you were around someone with COVID, we wanted you that's the biggest part to tell of everything. Us. That's yeah. the, that's you know, the just, important thing. Yeah. We just needed that information. So we knew how to, how to handle that in, right. in whatever regard it was. So I'm sure you could teach a class on, in hindsight, what you guys ended up doing. Oh man, I'm going to tell you, it was, uh, I hope, I really promise you, I hope that we never go through this again. I, really I think don't. we're all with you on that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do not want to go through it. Yeah. Ever. So, Chris, are you are you? I'm not actually. Us? Oh, crap. I have a question. Well, go yeah. ahead. Uh, I, so, I was presumptuous. Well, well, David mentioned it a little bit, um, Cyber City. Yeah. And that, oh. that is the next name for Augusta. I mean, right. that is the current name. And we're Cyber, we're cyber is yep. such a large name. It is. Small word, but large meaning behind it. And yes, so it I'm is. curious, you know, you have the pulse of the city by being a part of the community. Right. Um, you also, you know, you're IT. Yes. And so what, does that help y'all? Does that, I mean, what is, what is the outcome of Cyber City for um, Augusta IT guys? Yeah. Premier so, Networks. Premier Networks. Yep. So, <laughs> so um, let me first tell you that and if you have any pull as far as this goes, but you know, Augusta Cyber's best, that our, our Cyber our City's Cyber, best, Cyber City's yes. best, rather. Yeah. We have no affiliation with that. No, I know. I, okay, all right. I just all have right. to yep, say yep. that. No affiliation, gotcha. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh no, you're good. <laughs> yep. So Cyber City's best. Uh, there's no category for an IT company or a cyber company. Interesting. Cyber City's best. Cyber City's best, and and we've asked, and we're like, uh, if you're gonna coin yourself as cyber city <laughs> you need to have an it company put, put us on the ballot sure absolutely yeah. that's right we would love to have people vote for us we'd win hands down <laughs> uh so uh so to answer your question what cyber is for us is uh you know cyber coming to fort gordon and downtown here has been huge for us it's from an awareness standpoint, um, yeah. you know, we've preached cybersecurity f- for years and uh, there's folks who take it serious and then there's folks who sweep it under the rug until it is a problem. And so for us, uh, we, 
with, with cyber becoming prevalent here in Augusta, uh, it's a it's been a great thing, great awareness for us. You go outside of Augusta to someone, I mean Spartanburg, South Carolina, uh, maybe say a, a non tech city. And if anybody's listening from Spartanburg, no yeah, no, no offense. offense. <laughs> I just I just named a city, Jeffersonville, <laughs> Georgia. Yeah, there you go, perfect, perfect. Uh, you know. They and you say and you start talking about cybersecurity. They just they glaze over. They don't know what it is. They they don't care. And so, um, we we really try to educate our end users out here. And so, bringing cyber to Augusta has been a, has had a huge impact for us to be able to explain it more in detail. Has it brought any challenges? Um. A little bit, yeah. Um, some of the challenges are, are personnel. Um, you know, people think, oh, man, you must be, you know, hip deep with, uh, you know, uh, employees right. or, or, or potential employees, you know, everybody coming to a guest for cyber. It's actually the opposite. Um, you know, we have um, in Augusta for, for an IT company, we it, it's harder for us to find talent. It's harder for us to find individuals. Uh, if they've worked at Fort Gordon or worked for a contractor for Fort Gordon, they're actually paid about three times more than what the yeah. private sector can afford. Right. Mm. And so um, when they want to get out of contract work, um, they're fully qualified, fully qualified for, for what we're looking for. Uh, however, they're making about three times as much as a private sector company can pay for them. So they end up either going back to contract work or uh, they move to a major city <clears throat> like Atlanta or something right. like that. So, but uh, but nowadays, I mean, it's you know, for us, uh, as hard as it is to find qualified individuals that we can afford, um, we do have a great staff and. Um, um, you know, we, we've worked really hard to, to make our name, make a name for ourselves out here. And, uh, I mean, now you've got anybody who's built a computer for their mom. Now they're an <laughs> IT specialist, you know? There you go. So, <laughs> so we do have to deal with that. And right. I mean, uh, you know, just because I plumbed a toilet the other day doesn't mean I'm a plumber now. Right. You know? I'm sure doctors are retweeting over and over again what you're saying. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. I mean, we, um, I mean, we've got anybody. We, I mean, we've got a company now that's, uh, you know, in the copier business that that now they want to get into IT and and uh, and it's just it's a it's a different animal mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, good luck to them. So. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the drop the disc question. But first. We have an incredible and exciting announcement to make with Savannah River Brewery. Bum, bum, bum! Yes, sir. Last week, not last week, two weeks ago, not even two weeks ago. Really? A month ago. A month ago. Yes. You and I got together, Chris, at Savannah River Brewery, and we spent a whole day, 12 hours. I On threw a up. Sunday. I was hungover. I threw up. <laughs> it was a terrible day, but we did it. We brewed with mostly the help of Ann, their brewer. We did almost no work. Uh, two beers. Two. I brewed one, a and pineapple brewed, session IPA. And I brewed a honey bunches of oats ale. And in about two weeks, 
We're going to release both of these beers at Savannah River Brewery. We're going to have a competition between Chris and I to see whose beer is liked by the most people. Which is why we're telling y'all, because we need y'all to come out to Savannah River Brewery. Yes. To their tap room. Go and to it. you need to select our beers. Try them. And then you're going to have an opportunity to... Scan the QR code. Yep. And then... Take the survey. And then vote for Chris. And tell them how great <laughs> the Pineapple Session IPA is. We know who is going to win, but we appreciate you guys giving Chris a sh- uh, shot anyways. Yes. And... Uh, we're not sure what the winner gets or what the loser has to do. But we will announce that next week. Savannah River Brewery, check them out, making great beer and helping us make great beer as well. Exactly. Thank you guys for staying tuned. You are listening to the Drop the Disc podcast. Make sure after this last segment to stick around because Chris will be doing his segment around Augusta where he fills you in on all the latest up-to-date news with what's going on in Augusta. Are we good? We're good. We're good. Okay. So, uh, you know, you get to ans- answer the infamous question the infamous that we question. ask. question. I can't wait. We ask every guest on this show. Um, since We're Drop the Disc podcast. Sure. A lot of people ask, what does that mean? Right. We've all heard Disgusta at some point in our life. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, it is still around. Not as much, though. Sure. Uh, but that's where dropping the disc means. If yeah. someone were to come up to you and talk negatively about the city, right. what would your response be to them? I would say you haven't fully uh, experienced the city. I mean, there are so many things that um, that Augusta has that that um, you know, from from industry to um, just personal. I mean, we've got great theaters, we've got uh, great outdoor spaces. Um, you know, Columbia County being uh, what was considered at one time as the bedroom community for Richmond <laughs> County. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Columbia County uh, has been, uh, you know, a, a great place to raise a family um, with, again, like I said, outdoor parks and and, uh, and whatnot. And, and so uh, Augusta, same way. I mean, downtown Augusta, I mean, come on. How could you not like downtown Augusta? Um, we've got great restaurants and uh, um, and just friendly people. I mean, it, we we've got uh, um, we've we've still got uh, a good heritage here that that I hope uh, that I guess it never changes. So um, from that standpoint, so yeah, I uh, I love Augusta, <laughs> and uh, you know when when someone starts saying, and generally if I hear someone talking bad about it, if somebody uh, a younger individual and they just haven't they don't quite understand. I mean, look at our river. I mean, I, I, I played golf out at Champions the other day, mm-hmm. and every time I play, uh, I always see someone kayaking Betty's Branch there. Right. I mean, that is so huge. Um, we used to have to go out of town to do that kind of stuff. We'd have to go up to Athens and, and kayak down the Broad River. Or right. Whatnot. Now we've got it right here in our backyard. We've got the ability to do it and... and uh, uh, we can kayak down the river, and and so, um, you know, you could have done it before. Don't get me wrong, but now we have places who it's like are institutionally renting. supported. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't feel like you can get in trouble if you go down there right. now. Uh, we're, we're places are renting the kayaks for you to do that kind of stuff. Right. I personally live at the lake, so I I live 
an appling and um you have a long drive home sir i do i do have a long <laughs> drive. Can, can we can we wrap this up yeah i I'm mean just, you're answering the last question uh, sure sure i'm i'm dragging it out all right. <laughs> i'm dragging it out uh you'll get a kick out of this though my okay. uh my grandparents purchased uh lakefront property 1961 from the corps of engineers wow uh at the auction i'm about to be upset at yeah. what you say next yes. go ahead go ahead for 700 dollars. oh goodness. my yes. how, how many acres just curious <laughs> well it's just one acre holy it's just, one acre. it's just one acre oh my gosh uh, but it but it's lakefront uh it's in keg creek and um i um and you guys, did you guys build a house on that? I did. I did. I built my forever home out there in 2015. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, so I'm out there and I, that's, I mean, for me, I get to enjoy the lake anytime, but, but again, uh, we have that for Augusta. Right. You know? And, and we've seen so much traffic this year at the lake, um, partly due to COVID, but a lot of it is still, uh, you know, people moving in here for jobs, you know, uh, Fort Gordon, uh, so on and so forth. And so we, um, you know, we've seen a lot of traffic out there. And uh, and you say it's a long drive, but it's 30 minutes. It's yeah. 30 minutes. 45. Let's see, from downtown. From downtown. Probably, okay. downtown well, I don't live downtown. So. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, but still, yeah. Yeah. less Chris, than an hour. Chris lives in the right. middle of the whole freaking city. Yeah. So yeah. It's, yeah, the, the, he was smart the, with that. The Ubers are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I don't, even, I don't even want to know. Yeah, yeah. So um, Real yeah. quick, before we let yeah. you go, what do you, what do you like to do at the lake? So uh, I, um, I I love to fish and... and uh, are you good at um, it? Am I good at it? Are you good at it? Is anybody really good at fishing? (laughs) I know someone that's actually genuinely good at fishing. You just have to be I'm not that person. Yeah. Um, Let's (laughs) see. I went last Friday uh, morning. And uh, we we caught five, which is so you're good you know, at fishing. Typical. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I say I say we caught five. We probably caught ten. We caught five each. So I mean, there you I, go. I yeah. mean, I, you know, it, it's just throwing a, just throwing a lure. It's just throwing a lure in the water, right? <laughs> That's all it is. That's he, all it is. He's saying he's good at it, just in case anybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, growing up there uh, has just been. I don't know. It just comes second nature to me yeah. to to be able to go. So, Chad, thank you so much for coming, guys. On, man. Thank y'all so much for the invitation. And, it was and, a pleasure and, having yes, you. This has been fun. Uh, hopefully, uh, when you go home tonight uh, and you're sitting around the kitchen table, and you say, "You know what? I learned something today." <laughs> <laughs> I did learn something today. I think today. we actually yeah. Can yeah. both safely say that we did learn something. And I know Good. people at home learned something yeah. today. Good. But, Chad, thank you so much for being here, man. Premier Networks, the Augusta, the Augusta IT, IT guys. It. The Augusta IT guys, that's it. Dot com. There right? we go. Yeah, AugustaITGuys.com. Yeah. There it is. Guys, thank you for listening to this episode with Chad Harpley. He is the president and CEO of Premier Networks, the Augusta IT guys. Um, Look forward to next week's episode. Our guest is the infamous Pork Chop. If you are not familiar with him, you may be familiar with his Happy Buttons, Happy Robot, any even that uh, mural next to Tire City Potters. Uh, we are super excited to get his story, um, and he's super excited to get onto the podcast. Get ready for that episode. And now for our new after-show segment, Around Augusta with Chris. Hey guys, this is Chris, and this is my segment called Around Augusta. It kind of just tells you a little bit about what's going on in the city, um, past, present, and possibly future uh, events, things happening, businesses coming to town. Um, and I've kind of put together an extensive list today 
about things that are going on in the city that you may have heard about. And I'm going to start it off with one of my own ventures. It's uh, Augusta Neat. If you want to learn about whiskey, any whiskey, not just bourbon, um, we want you to come to this event. It's a ticketed event, open to the public. We do this event once a month, and it's also founded by Blaine Richou, myself, and Zach McCabe. Zach McCabe sounds familiar because he is the owner and founder of All Equal Parts and has put together a bunch of cocktail lists around the city. Um, if you are interested about who we are and how to come to an event, go to www.augustaneat.com. It is a fun event, and we are currently partnered up with Le Chat Noir, so that is the location of our events. All right, Will McCraney. That name sounds familiar because he is the singer for Bodega Cats, and he is going to be on a future Augusta Rock series that we're doing uh, in November. Super excited about that, but why am I talking about him? He has started up a pickle business. It's called Will's Dills, and he's actually marketing himself to Dirty Girl, Rec Tech. He's already getting out. I'm sure if the farmer's market was here, he'd be out there having uh, selling his Will's Dills. So, guys, I want you all to check him out. I know a lot of bars are already going getting his pickle juice to get that famous pickleback shot that you can get. So, guys, check him out, Will's Dills. Check him out on Facebook, on Instagram. He keeps you updated on where his pop-ups are going to be. Check out his pickles. I think that's really cool that you're doing that, Will. Shout out to you. Okay. Um, David sent me this link today. Um I wanted to let y'all know that it is true. Augusta University actually gave President Donald Trump an experimental COVID drug. And I think that's and really we got cool. got a David shout out out of it. Yeah. Shout out, David. Yeah, David Bash. Um, and so I just wanted y'all to know, I don't have all the information right now, but Augusta Chronicle just published that article today, which by this time... Anyways, we can edit that out, but... The Augusta Chronicle just posted that five days ago. Thank you, David. Um, and I was driving down Broad Street over by the Croc Center, coming downtown, and I noticed this sign on the left, and it said King's Mill. Um, I don't know if you've heard about it, David, but um, King's Mill is a company that has and is redeveloping the historic King Mill and Sibley Mill. It's been purchased, and it's been reconstructed, Right now, it's 100,000 square feet of warehouse space and industrial space for lease. And this includes customizable bays for 5,500 square feet and up. I think this is really cool because with cyber coming to town, this is an opportunity to rent out large space right downtown in a historic building. That's super cool. They have a tenant now. They announced it. It's Cart King, and they make customizable golf carts. So they've got their whole setup inside that building. Really cool how they're using that those buildings now. And uh, that is the end of this segment around Augusta. Thanks guys for listening.